Welcome back to Consuming the Craft Podcast. Did I see my radio voice there? Consuming the Craft Podcast. This is Puff. I have a very special guest coming back to the program after a myriad of, of time off. Max Fan. Yours truly. How are you? I know that you probably have a little PTSD from me screaming at (laughs) you to put your... (laughs) Years of crying. (laughs) Crying myself to sleep. Put your safety glasses on back in production. But you have had an absolutely uh, uh, phenomenal career after you left here. I mean, you were really working in the... You kind of were working in the industry when you started the program. And you were... I think you turned 21 the day the program started or something like that. A week after. Yeah. Youngest student in history. Yes, honestly. That's no Uh, big deal. No, yeah. No big deal. So you you graduated AB Tech. You went on to uh, work at uh, a local brewery here in Asheville, North Carolina. Yep. You've worked there now nine years eight and a half eight and a half ish yeah uh and you've also achieved much higher education than your associates here you went on to get uh, a business degree yep bachelor's through western carolina and then you're actually working currently on your MBA. Finalizing my MBA through LSU, yeah. Unbelievable. Been a hell of a run. Nice work. I love it. Yep. Nice work. So what, you know, using you as a stepping stone for other folks that, I mean, you're a success story, let's be honest. And I can't wait to, to, to really start talking about your project. Oh, that you're sure. do, Yeah, but we'll talk about that here in a second. But you have used what you learned here, certainly what you've learned in, in some of the other uh, avenues that you've done, hands-on training. What did we do here at Asheville Buncombe Technical Community College to set you up for this success? Oh, hands-on training. Beauty. It's huge. You learn every aspect, brewing, distilling, winemaking, piaging, <laughs> stepping on grapes. Piage. Uh, every part of it. You know, everything from, you know, the book knowledge, the chemistry behind it, to working with local breweries in Asheville. Just understand, get your foot in the door in the industry. It's, it's huge. Forever grateful. You know, the networking opportunity is with this program is something that's always, it's something we always tout. You know, it's not necessarily impossible to break into brewing distillation and fermentation, but the connections you established here, not only with the businesses and the folks that we brought in to guest lecture and, you know, shake hands and you can ask questions, but it's the other folks that graduated with you that are now also doing amazing things that you've kind of kept in touch with that are like, I'd network on its own for for questions and to bounce ideas off. Uh, And that's a you know, something we tried to steer everyone towards through the program as grads come back and I talk to them and, and, and going forward. So before we get into this amazing thing that you, you had this brilliant idea, let's be honest. Mm-hmm. And I had a brilliant idea by starting this podcast. So I had another reason to drink at work that's right. and that's what we call booze clues. So I poured you one of my favorite bourbons as a celebratory mark. And I wanted you to do a little sensory analysis. I know it's probably you, you've been in beer for nine years and you just recently said that you've discovered a, a love, a taste, a passion for whiskey. And so I thought what better way to celebrate than with one of my favorites. Uh, and so I would be curious is smell it, taste it, tell the folks out there uh, what you're smelling inside of that glass, what you're tasting. I told you it was a bourbon. Mm-hmm. I'd be just curious to see what, uh, with your nine years of beer experience and your trained palate, what uh, what smells, tastes you uh, you discover inside of that. So on the nose, I think you get vanilla up front, and then back end, I get like a burnt sugar. Okay. Kind of like a brown sugar. Okay. And uh, it's clean. It's a little spicy on the back end. Um I really enjoy it. Mm. I drink two two glasses of these on the rocks and just go right to bed. Yeah. It'd be awesome. <laughs> Maybe a Tums and some Advil and we'll be set. So I get a little cherry, a little orange as well. Uh, this okay. is um, Buffalo Trace, uh, Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. Thanks to everybody at Buffalo Trace. Now, that is not commercial. Uh, I just really enjoy the product. 
but if they want to send me cases of Buffalo Trace, I will talk about it till I'm blue in the face. I think it's great stuff. It's delicious. Um, so being uh, also great stuff, you had approached me a while back with a potential for uh, an idea that you had, mm-hmm. and I thought it was brilliant. Why don't you tell folks about Inbox? Yeah, so Inbox Beverage, I've worked with this world-renowned brewery now for eight and a half, nine years, and getting into the industry, trying to do your own brewery is tough. It's hard. It's next. It's almost impossible. I yeah. mean, with 9,000 breweries in the country now, I've heard of folks uh, a little bit of trouble after the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were in the midst of an expansion, or they were in the midst of bringing you more containers and then the pandemic hit and then it was they've kind of had that outlay of cash but you have a solution to that yeah and so trying to create your own brewery distillery there's so many steps throughout the process we wanted to try to simplicate it go from step one to step 10 if that makes sense it does it does bridge the gap I'd say. No, and it's uh, it's one of those things where Inbox, which is a great name for this company, it sure. just makes sense. It fits because what you're thinking, what what, I, and I've seen the drawings and I've seen the concept and I've seen pretty much everything. It's amazing. You're going to be able to take a shipping container, yep. a 40-foot shipping container, put a brewery in it. Mm-hmm. You're going to be able to send it to Sri Lanka, if need be, Costa Rica, Trinidad, Tobago, my backyard, anywhere mm-hmm. on the planet and pop up a brewery. Yeah. And the, the biggest point of this, and Jeff, you know, is you don't want to lose the integrity of brewing, the quality of it. Not and at so all. So our backing, our plan for this is provide as much support to whoever buys our system so they feel, you know, comfortable and um, true themselves to create the best product possible. Well, well and that, you know, you, you're an amateur brewer, right? You, sure. You're thinking about taking that step to do a commercial. And it's a, you know, someone says, yeah, you can drive a car in the parking lot, but now go play in traffic. <laughs> it's a whole different story. If you're brewing for you at home in these five-gallon batches, that's amazing. And it's it's delicious, and you're proud of this stuff. When you start scaling that stuff up, it's not just about the product. It's about the regulations. It's about uh, sourcing ingredients and sourcing raw materials. You guys have a solution for all of that. Yeah, if you can get a pre-approved brew house system, you save more money, you save more time. You basically pour a pad, it's plug and play. And it's awesome. Yeah, and you guys, it's, uh, and we, I jokingly said, man, you guys made Legos. For for uh, for booze, and we do. It is we because do. these containers, you can you set them on your property any way you want, and then you've got a solution for uh, uh, you know a covering. So mm-hmm. you have indoor seating, and you have a, a bathroom that you've also designed that goes with it. So you can have bathroom, kitchen, yeah, like distillery. So and we just talked about uh, winemaking, yep. and you were coming up with uh, you know diver- you know say you're a winemaker and the grapes are just amazing this year and you have such a surplus but you don't have all the place to put the juice that's right you call up you at inbox basically drop the container there now they've got extra storage and then when they're done with the container and when they're moving on and bottling their wine you just can bring it back and put it to somewhere else that needs it exactly if need be i think what's cool is We've worked with this, I've worked with this brewery for eight years. Their growth has been ridiculous. No, absurd. Absurd. And they have to keep expanding to new buildings. Right. To increase their fermentation capacity. Mm-hmm. With our model, you can build your small brewery up front, expand as need be with ease. Yeah. Add two more containers with six more fermenters. Well, and the other thing uh, is, say you're a restaurant and you wanted to, and you're an established restaurant or, you know, you want to add this piece to the puzzle. You want to drive more traffic. Everyone wants to drive more traffic. You got to get seats uh, filled. You got to get butts in seats to make, make money, right? What is another draw? Well, what if we start making our own beer? Well, we don't have the space for it. 
we have a lot of space out back. You pour a pad, you bring in the right uh, electrical, you bring in the white, right uh, uh, drainage stuff, uh, which you also have a solution for. Mm-hmm. But uh, you sit on this pad, and now you have a brewery that opens up, and you're making beer. And what's the other question? Well, we don't have a brewer to brew the beer. Well, with our apprenticeship program that we're going to be partnering with you and, and a bunch ABT, of other great schools around the country, John really, that will have a streamline of qualified brewers to come in and brew at their facility. So the existing restaurants and hotels are like, okay, well, I just get to see the new beers and the money roll in. Don't it, have to worry about it. It really, it, it sounds almost too good to be true. And it is a simple solution to a, a really, really complex problem. But you guys really have thought out the, the container ships. It basically kind of transforms in a way. I mean, it opens up and it's this brewery. Yeah, it's pretty cool. That was the coolest part because, you know, brewing is, it's usually you need a pretty big space. Yeah, to fit in the brewery, the malt, the mill, the hops, the container, the uh, the fermenters. And so what we've done is we still want to be able to ship these breweries around the world, around the U.S. So you still have to ship them closed, so you don't have enough room for malt storage. It gets hot in that box. Yeah. So we have a patent pending on the design of it folding open. And yeah. So it folds open, has a place for malt storage, a place for you to mill the grain, and it just goes directly into your brew house after that. So aside from the brewing, which is a great solution for people wanting to add that to their, uh, their portfolio, you guys have also developed a still and a distilling system that now fits into one of these 40-foot containers or even a 20-foot container. And I'm excited about that. No, cause... because there's so many that I've talked to, and I can't tell you who, but at least five breweries in this area, in Asheville, North Carolina alone, that are now thinking or have already worked towards adding a still in it's their, a, in their uh, facility. It's a seamless transition. Yeah, You got the brewery already, had the still in the container, drop it in. If you want more columns, we have an opportunity to expand it through the top so you can keep on, you know, clarifying. And Rectif- produce, yeah, rect- like the rectifying. rectification column. Yeah. And, and you guys had a really cool solution, too, where you had, uh, it's, you, you have, uh, it's almost like a la carte. Yeah. You're ordering the system a la carte for what you want to make. So if you want to be heavily focused on rum and whiskey, you have that. If you want to make gin, we can throw a gin basket in there. If you want to have, uh, you know, a brandy or something like that, we can, you know, you've made this thing almost like a Swiss Army knife where people are going to be able to brew uh, whatever they want and distill kind of whatever they want with the systems that you're being able to, to throw all over the planet, really. I love it. I think offering people, brewers, distillers, these creative geniuses to do what they want with less financial impact on them, I think it's awesome. It's fun to see people paint a picture, yeah, but you can't drink a picture. <laughs> I like I like it when you exactly. guys in this I mean you know this whole entire program is about me getting free booze. Of course. So if you're sending more things out and you're and you're getting all these greatly trained folks to make more booze, there's not a place in the country I can't go now where I can. And that's I hopefully why, we'll get free booze. That's why we started. We just want to keep you liquored up for a lifetime every day. Oh, that's brilliant. What a what a oh, scheme. What a scheme. Uh, so it's all for you. Max, if people want to find out how to get one of these containers, where do they go? How do they get one? How do they get in contact with InBev? Or if, not InBev. Wow. Oh, burn. Burn. Inbox. Inbox. <laughs> yeah, inbox. So we, uh, we're launching our new website probably by end of next week. So we're, we're launching. So by May, there'll be uh, May of 2020. 
yep. you'd be able to go to Inbox? I would say inboxbeverage.com. Okay. So I would say May 1st, it should be launched. We're launching this business, this project at uh, CBC craft beer conference yeah. so may 2nd through may 5th and so our goal is to showcase you know the advantage of what we're doing yeah to people in the in the industry get them excited and we've already had existing breweries and distilleries reach out to us about our project to help them expansion help themselves grow yeah if exactly. you don't have enough fermentation capacity and i know there's a lot of small brewers right now struggling with how to make more <laughs> with less uh this container can be shipped it is going to be cold yeah. You can ferment in it. You can, you've got a, a serving solution, basically a bar solution as well, yeah. where it's a cold box. The taps are there. Uh, super easy to clean them, keep them, uh, keep them fit and ready for uh, beer to be poured. And what's the new norm for breweries? It's existing more tap rooms, creating more tap rooms in different cities. It is. And this project, this, this platform, you know, achieves that. Quickly. Faster. It's a, it's a big turnaround because even looking at the space where these things can go, it is very modular. It's very mobile. It's exactly. very easy to kind of put one of these containers behind a building, on the side of a building, in the back of a building, and there you go. Now you have your brewery. Now you have... On top of a building? Yeah, even on top, potentially. Uh, And you've got, you know, the other big thing is outdoor seating right now. Yeah. Uh, it's changed the industry. The pandemic changes every industry, but sure. uh, that outdoor seating potential um, with some of the solutions that you guys have covered are, you know, kind of, I've seen the drawings. Mm-hmm. I'm super, I'm, I'm pumped about this idea. I'm it's excited just, it's fun. It. Um, again, Inbox Beverage Company. Inboxbeverage.com, May 1st. For all your beverage solutions, no matter Everything what you want to make. Need. Yep, we're excited and a lot of intrigue, and we'll hopefully see a lot, a lot of these pop up in the next year with the, in Western North Carolina and, you know, throughout the country after that. So. I know you've been contacted outside of the country already, too, which is a cool... Oh, it's awesome. It, it, right? It's awesome. If you need me to go to that place that's already contacted you to make sure the beer's okay, I'll do that for you. And the, the quality <laughs> of the project, you know, our partnership with you and AB Tech and our alliance, and then our partnership with our brew house manufacturer, Crewing brew, brew Systems out of Vancouver, have been great. And so they helped us contact and get connected with that that client outside of the country. Yeah. So and shout out to them then. Shout out to them. They're great. You know, they came from a world-renowned Brewhouse manufacturer, and then they top dogs left and created their new uh, their own company, and they've been awesome to work with. Excellent, excellent. So high quality, fast timing, lower cost. It's gonna be it's gonna be awesome. You are gonna be busier than a one armed paper hanger. We're ready for it. I mean, you're gonna you're not gonna get any sleep within the next eight months. I don't sleep. This no, time keeps okay. me up. That's yeah. fair. That's fair. Um, well, congratulations, Max. I'm very excited about your new project, and uh, I can't wait to see uh, and go sit at a bar, drink a beer with you. In I'm celebration. excited. And I can't thank and uh, Danny McConnell from McConnell Farms and uh, for pod- sponsoring the podcast, consuming the craft podcast. Listen, laugh, learn. Thanks, Max. Thanks.